0: Found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VCN, the sports betting network.
2: We've been found. It is primetime action. Hour number two, Friday night from the South Point Hotel Casino. South Point uh, not hopping like it was last night. Last night was ridiculous. Last
3: night couldn't find a parking space. Oh, lines every, every which way you could see.
2: We we figured out. By the way, it's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. It's primetime action. Uh, we figured out that there was a buffet deal for those in the military on Veterans Day. Was that what the story was?
3: Correct. Yes. um,
2: So the buffet line, literally, if you've ever been to the South Point, it's typically, you know, confined to the buffet area. mm -hmm. Around our studio...
4: Yeah, stretched from, I mean, yeah, this would really have to be if you've ever been to the South Point, yeah. but stretched from the buffet behind us over here all the way to the poker room down that way, all the way down to the other bar, and then all the way to our studio.
2: I'm terrible at estimating this kind of thing, but that's got to be about 300
4: I, That's what I was going to guess. 250 to 300, I would guess.
2: You waiting on that? Were you like, hey, free buffet? I, uh, oh, yeah, I don't know. Not Matt really, Brown, ladies no, and gentlemen. don't really
3: do, you know. Lines. Lines. <laughs> I don't do lines. Yeah. Lines uh, are terrible. If I can keep from it,
2: <laughs> Kelly, uh, let's. So up. easy to
3: make resis around here. Like, yeah. So it's just reservation, show up, hi, I'm here on time. Put me in my seat. Well,
2: apparently, you haven't been to the South Point Buffet. <laughs> let's point that out.
4: Can you make update reservations? everything if so you I'll would, Kelly? <laughs> no uh, right. reservations. They do not take Start reservations. Start of the NBA. Uh, Knicks up on the Hornets, fifty-two to thirty-nine. Live numbers here. Knicks nine and a half and two thirteen and a half. How about this? Kemba Walker's nineteen points in the first half. Revenge. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Matches the total of his last four games combined. He's angrier. He's angrier. He's angrier. Pistons up eighteen to seventeen on the Cavs. That is two forty-six left in the first. Cavs minus three and a half live. 196.5 is the live total. Celtics up on the Bucks, 21 to 17, 330 left in the first. Boston six and a half live and two eleven and a half is your live total. Over in the NHL, a few games in action. Um, Oilers and Sabres at the first intermission, The uh, that is scoreless. Oilers minus 195, though, live. Sabres plus four, 145 and 4.5, and your live. Total, Flyers, Hurricanes scoreless at the first intermission. Hurricanes minus 190, Flyers plus 140 and 4.5, and the live. Total, Capitals and Blue Jackets all tied up at 1 at the end of 1. Capitals minus 130. Blue Jackets, even money and six and a half the total. And Flames and Maple Leafs, 0-0 at the end of the first. Maple Leafs minus 210. Flames plus 155 and four and a half the total. Uh, in college football, that one game going on. Cincinnati up on USF 31 to seven. They are, Cincinnati is a 31 and a half point live favorite. 59 and a half is your live total.
2: By the way, we hit that we hit that tennis bet last night on the show. But my uh, my in game over on Carolina and Pitt, I actually caught overtime. Those of us who had the yeah. over caught overtime didn't matter.
3: Did. I, I had that on the second. Team the sky team is opened up, like, skies like, yeah. opened up. The skies opened up. We do have five tips, you. real quick, guys, just so that we don't. Uh, Suns and Grizzlies are happening right now. That's two points in favor of the Suns. Uh, two twenty one and a half. The total there. Blazers and Rockets. Blazers are eight point favorites. Two twenty two and a half. Kings and Thunder. Kings are five point favorites. Two eighteen and a half. The Nets and Pelicans, uh, Nets are nine-point favorites, 214.5 there. And then in half an hour, the Mavericks and Spurs, Mavs are two-and-a-half-point favorites there with a 221.5 total.
4: No DeAndre Ayton again for the Suns tonight, and it looks like Norman Powell will go for the Portland Trailblazers
3: after uh, he was questionable earlier today. Yeah, you caught overtime, and then the sun, and then and then the uh, skies just it just um, the biggest downpour you've ever seen. It was unbelievable. I was like, "Well, if they score a
2: touchdown, all I need is like one." I mean, this <laughs> is going to be an over, and then just absolute Noah's Ark situation. That one,
4: like, if for people out there that roll their eyes at every time you hear like an announcer mention like, "Hey, the rain's way worse than what it looks like on TV." Oh yeah. When you see a game like that last night, that's way, like they're they're never lying when they say that it, it is way worse than what it looks like on TV. Yeah. So when it looked that bad on TV, you're like, "Man, it must be." Just just pouring it there.
2: Do you have my uh, tennis pick for tonight, or do you uh, disrespect my tennis pick and not have a graphic for Yeah, you for got it. it yeah. uh, for those who missed this earlier, Garbine a... Muguruza over Barbora Krijikova. This is the rare non-numbers tennis play, where if you look at the, te- at the raw data, Krijikova actually has better six-month data because she had the better second half of the season. But she is. She looks kind of gassed. She's playing singles and doubles at the WTA Finals. Muguruza. Revenge spot for Muguruza from her over U.S. Open match.
4: There you go. I feel like I should be partially insulted with you saying, did you forget it? Oh. But I totally
3: did until like 45 minutes ago. Bingo, bango. <laughs> How did I know? So that was an in-show graphic getting made? Yeah, yeah it <laughs> was. Yeah, Not yeah, a pre-show graphic? His, it was the in-show punching. Make him. his
2: tennis graphic quick. Uh, you know. He'll get distracted with just, his just Ernest like his his Johnson or... stuff. He'll get distracted.
3: <laughs> yeah, we got the Browns game coming up. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so do it before do the... It, yeah. Do it before that one's over. <laughs> Uh, last thing about
2: the game last night, I keep bringing this up, sorry. Uh, it was the the biggest, let's say this, how, how can I phrase this? Uh, the Ravens being an eight-and-a-half-point favorite, the biggest upset loss with Lamar Jackson at quarterback in his career. And in the end, if you look at the Ravens real quick, they got the Bears this week, and then all they do is play teams that are like, Winning records, yeah. that have winning records. So, I mean, their season gets It's amazing how one bad loss like that can mess you up bad.
4: Yeah, they got a lot of division games left to play, right? Yeah. A lot of division games left. Also, uh, the, uh, the other news just coming out from the NBA, uh, I don't know if anybody was watching the Pacers and Jazz game last night. There was a little bit of a scuffle midcourt. Uh, what was that Aaron Rodgers find again earlier this week?
3: Yeah, 14K. 14K.
4: Yeah, 14K. So last night we had Rudy Gobert, 35K. Joe Ingles, 30K. Miles Turner, 25K. Donovan Mitchell, 20K.
2: For hugging each other. Yeah,
4: For yeah, basically.
2: Gobert pulled him down, which was wrong. And then they like acted like they were going to fight. They hugged.
4: Yeah, they did the whole, hold me back, bro. Hold me,
2: hold back. me back. Don't step across this line. <laughs> now this line. Now this line. All right, Buccaneers at Washington. Early. on to
3: that. Do you, you want to... Turn in your Rudy Gobert ticket because he's such because he's a mean fella. I, I kind of do because he's a bad guy.
2: Well, not not because he was a bad guy that he didn't like. It was just such sh- you know shenanigans. He's, like you're not. Fighting.
3: He does that like three times a year. You're not fighting he does him yes, like yeah. Three or four times a year, he just like loses his mind.
4: Through, like, I looked over my other TV and I was like, oh, Miles Turner and Rudy Gobert getting into it. I'm shocked. Like I am so shocked right now. Yeah.
3: Like seriously, <laughs> it is. It's like it's like it's like three or four times a year, Go- Gobert just like decides to. Go after someone.
2: Feign a fight.
3: Yeah. 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 And they never fight in the NBA. No. Never fight. They're the only
4: they're the only sport that should fight.
3: You don't want them Oh, fighting.
4: that's where, like when Jokic just blindsided Morris. I would have loved
3: to have just seen him just like deliver a nice right cross. Baseball. It's like the same thing. Baseball there's weapons involved. Yeah. Football, you're wearing a helmet, there's weapons, weapons involved Like something. Like basketball's the only sport they should hockey, you, the, the, the helmets, why are they punching each other with helmets on? I don't uh, get it. Only
2: problem is you can't joke about this cuz they've had such horrible incidents on a basketball court fighting <laughs> in history that it's like Well,
4: Bells of the Palace was not a good one.
2: Before. I mean even be, before you guys my, I mean Rudy Tomjanovich, who ended up being two-time coach of the uh, Houston Rockets, championship coach. His whole career was destroyed by taking a Kermit Washington punch right to the face. This is like the '70s when they fought all the time. Man. Not to put a damper on the. Uh, no, but I, I yeah. mean, I think
3: there should be a punch thrown every at least <laughs> okay. once a week. Okay, I tried <laughs> just once in the once a week, right? Yeah. Kelly, just to let everybody oh, know, like, it, hey, yeah. man, we're 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 not we're not here just to like push each other. Anymore. But you know, when they throw out fines you know. like fines like that for pushing, I mean, yeah, I,
4: nobody's going to throw a punch ever.
2: The problem is those those guys. You forget how how gigantic basketball players are. are. Like the punishment they can unleash is just you it, know.
3: But here's the thing, like it. it since no one expects anybody to actually fight, okay, I'll let you have it. You know I mean? <laughs> I'll allow it. Since nobody expects anyone to actually him fight him. Right, if you just right. went up because the guy you're, like, that you're screaming at is totally just expecting you to push him, and if you just threw a right cross <laughs> as, as hard as you could, it, he would never even put his hands up to block it. You would just knock him cold out. That'd be. That, I mean, that would be. That'd be the best thing for the NBA. Let's be honest. Tampa Bay, Washington early. We should have talked through this whole segment. Anyway, this game is garbage. Garbage. Yeah. Okay. Um, Bucks, Antonio Brown, and Gronk are both out. Chris Godwin is questionable. He did make it back to practice today after not practicing the last couple of days, but he is questionable as well. And then Jason Pierre-Paul is questionable. On the Washington side, Curtis Samuels out. Shocker. <laughs> I know you're, you're shocked to hear that. I just, I mean, what could have been We'll never know. But Montez Sweat's out for them in this game as well. Jaw, It's jaw. Yeah, and then broken jaw. And then Sam Cosme is is questionable. He's an offense. Their offensive tackle. And then and the other one, Jami Brown, hadn't played basically all season either. Right? This line is appropriate still without those guys out there. Tampa Bay is still superior to to Washington, especially with how Washington has just not been able to cover anybody all year long. And so even if these even while these guys don't go. They still have Mike Evans. They still have Cameron Brate. They still are. They still have Tyler Johnson. They might activate Scotty Miller. Like they still have wide receivers for days. They signed Brashad Perryman to the practice squad, so they could call him up if they had to do that to to bring him in to catch passes. And again, Washington just hadn't hadn't been able to cover. And maybe that's not necessarily all their fault because again, the the defensive line. Which was supposed to be able to get all this pressure on the quarterback, had not been doing that all year, and so just
2: one of the most perplexing things in yeah. the NFL this and year. And so
3: it's so hard to cover for a long time in in the NFL the way that it is. And so like I, the Bucks should not have any problems here, but that number is such to where it's like, you know, I don't know, man. Like it seems like there is at least a, a minimal chance at a backdoor cover here for for Washington. So I think if it all came down to it, if I was forced to play one side or the other i'd probably play the washington side yeah. but i'm not i'm not interested in this yeah role. me too but absolutely no
4: interest in actually betting yeah. anything with
3: it and both teams coming off a bye correct yeah yeah which is kind of a little bit of a bummer for the bucks on the antonio brown thing cuz i'm sure they were thinking that after the bye they'd be able to get him back in there but that's that's just not been the case
2: yeah, I mean, remember with the Bucs, they were 7-5 and five last year before they went on the yeah. tear and then had everything break their way in the playoffs. Jedi mind-tricking all the opposing coaches. So I don't, I, I, just don't get the sense that they're they're in any kind of panic mode about anything. No,
3: and that's why I think, yeah. like, I would say, you know, technically listed as questionable, but Chris Godwin, like, do you think? I mean, like, even if there's the slightest chance that there's something wrong with his foot because of foot injury, like, I can't imagine them running him out there. You know, I, I just can't imagine that being the yeah. same.
2: not against this team. Yeah. Hey, uh, Chase Young, maybe uh, maybe don't rush so far to the outside. Maybe stay just, maybe just stay a, a little inside. I just want to point that out there. All my defensive line days. Parker back to those days. Uh, bills and Jets. Bills at Jets. And the Lions at the Steelers. Two barn burners to close out the uh, early window. We'll look at those next on v Primetime Action.
1: From BBC Radio 4.
0: Chum-a. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity Voice Remote.
3: The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing
0: columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu.
3: Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen.
0: You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on vSEN, the sports betting network.
2: Back on primetime action. Gil, Matt, Kelly, it is a Friday night. That means an extensive look at injury reports. Do not make your bets. Uh, do not uh, make your handicap selections or your handicapping contest selections until you listen to all of this. Let us continue with the uh, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern window with another barn burner. It's the Bills at the Jets. And watch the Bills win this by a 1,000. I speak for all people who had them in Survivor last week. 12.5-point favorites at the New York Jetropolitans.
3: Yeah, so out on the Bills' side, linebacker Tremaine Edmonds is out for them. Running back Zach Moss is questionable. So not much going on there with them on the Jets' side of things. Questionable. Defensive end Shaq Lawson, wide receiver Corey Davis, uh, offensive guard Elijah Vera Tucker, and then running back Tevin Coleman are all questionable in that one for them. So uh, nobody ruled out as of yet, so we shall see how many of those guys end up playing for the Jets in this one. Zach Wilson not going to play. They already said they're going to go with Mike um, Mike White in this thing. So we take a look here, a 12 and a half to 13 point spread with a total of 47 and a half. And we have to try and figure out here what are we what are we getting from this uh, from this Bill's offense this week, right? Because it does make you wonder. You see 47 half, 48 on the total, and you start to go, oh, man, is there going to be enough points scored in this game? Now, we've seen Jets – We, I mean, we've seen the Bills hammer bad opponents earlier in the season and then inexplicably this past week come out and get a bad opponent and only score six points So this past week. And so you just wonder, you know, did, is this one of those things where a complete aberration, like completely uh, like not the case and they're going to come out and do what we saw kind of earlier on? Or is this – team kind of a little bit of smoke and mirrors and if you remember, we one thing we have been saying all along and one thing we've been saying along the way from this Bills offense was that despite the fact that the points were getting put on the board, the advanced metrics didn't necessarily add up with what we were seeing from this offense and this has continued to play out over the course of the season. I mean, we are entering week 10 right now. They are 19th overall offense DVOA. They are 21st overall offense According to Pro Football Focus, if you look here, yards per play, they're 16th in the NFL. Yards per pass, they're 22nd wow. in the NFL. Their early down success rate's only 15th, so they're middle of the pack when it comes to that. So there are again a lot of these things that we were seeing along the way. We're thinking, oh, okay, it'll it'll correct itself, or you know, it'll write the ship, and it has not so far as we enter Week 10 with this Bills offense. So. There might be there might be a lot more of that smoke and mirrors when from the scores that they were putting up than we even thought with this team. Now you do get the Jets defense coming to town, and you do. so there you do. is. I mean, the Jets have allowed a, a twelve to one touchdown interception ratio. So oh my, goodness. yeah. So 12, 12 passing touchdowns for every interception they have. So there's there is a remedy for uh, for Josh Allen. It would be this Jets he pass comes. defense for sure. Um, so I mean, listen again. There's pro- the answer to this is probably somewhere in between. They're probably not near as good as we saw earlier on in the year, and they're probably not near as bad as we saw last week. It's probably somewhere in the middle. But somewhere in the middle, you do wonder then if if they can cover this this type of number, right? I mean, that's the thing is is if it is somewhere in the middle with of this offense, can they do that? And, and do we believe in this Jets offense to be able to put up enough points to keep this thing competitive? I mean, we did see them move the ball a lot with Mike White at quarterback. And it, was that real? Was that just you know smoking mirrors again and all that? like we'll, we'll have to, you know time will tell, I suppose here. Cole Beasley, just if you're if you play the props and things and, and want to look at those. Cole Beasley, for whatever reason here, over the last three games has been Josh Allen's target of choice. He's gotten 9, 13 and 11 targets in the last three games for the bills. So Cole Beasley might be someone to look at here. For, for a prop standpoint in that one. And then Michael Carter continues to get just a ton of touches for this Jets team. He's gotten 14-24-19 over the last three games for this Jets team as well. Look. I'm not laying anything with the Bills right now. I think that there might be some warts on this offense. And listen, we knew there was going to be some regression from what we saw with Josh Allen last year. You just don't make that type of leap. It just doesn't happen. We've never seen it. We talked about it there. It had never happened before in NFL history. So it probably is not going to happen with the guy that like had accurate yeah. accuracy. accuracy issues. I, I don't know if
2: we knew, but we were certainly all incredulous that yeah. this could be sustainable. Yeah. yeah
3: it, it, we knew there'd be at least a little bit of a step back. I didn't think there would be this kind of big of a step back. So again, it's probably somewhere in the middle when it, when it all comes down to it, but I think this might be might be too many points. Again, you can find thirteens out there. Like, they're, they're, would you? Would you <clears throat> pardon me. Would you play the Jets though? I think I'd play the Jets side at thirteen, and there, there are thirteens available right now out rest of country. Out rest of country. Yeah,
4: I, I think it's a nice get right spot for the for the Bills, but uh, I, I wouldn't lay twelve and a half. I teased them down. I teased them down to six. Uh, not a big teaser play for me, but it was one I, one I needed a partner for. Liked getting them under a touchdown.
2: After watching oh. that most of that Bills-Jaguars game last week, you just can't. You cannot put a dime behind the Bills. I can't anyway. Um, by the way, Cincinnati, which has, talking about college football now, fifth-ranked Cincinnati Bearcats, only up 10 on the 2-7 oh. and seven South Florida Bulls now, yeah. late third quarter. They just cannot the,
3: the bulls have messed around and scored a couple of points. <laughs> yes, since they we've have been 80 talking.
2: yarder a moment ago, which was unbelievable. the display of speed. so we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on that. All of this, by the way, all of these uh, injury reports leading up to our circa million three three prime action entry uh, announcement of which five games we're gonna go with against the spread this week. It is a new quarter at circa. Four week quarter, hundred and seventy six thousand dollars, I believe, on the line. Eh, give or take. In thousand. which we're
3: going to go fifteen and one, fellas.
2: What do you think we need to go to to win this thing? Eighteen and two. Let's do it.
3: Did you say fifteen and one? <laughs> we only we only have to make in Matt's <laughs> version. They only we only have to make five picks, not four picks. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's go eighteen and two then. It's just better. Eighteen
2: and two. That let's sounds eight, where we should go. go. We'll
4: be two. arguing over one tonight.
2: That was I like going to ask you. So Kelly, well, that's the preview. We'll argue over one.
4: We have three consensus plays. Oh, which one of them I'm I'm kind of shocked by. I would say uh, the other two, not really. Okay. And then yeah, we've got only one two voter, and then there's there's one up for grabs. We got to find a fifth.
2: We ever had three consensus.
4: Maybe
3: once. I don't think we have. But, but we the spending past, we're the, spending too much time. The together. past
4: few weeks we've had it, like the five have basically been slotted between consensus and the two voters. But yeah, we don't we don't we don't have a we don't have five of those this week.
2: All right, last early game: Lions at Steelers. Boy, talk about all potential Survivor players uh, picks. If you're still alive in Survivor, this is the one I would trust the least. Steelers favored by eight over the. 0-8 Detroit Lions who have extra rest while the Steelers are on short rest.
3: Jamal Williams out for the Lions. Uh, offensive tackle Taylor Decker, linebacker Austin Bryant are questionable for them. The only person listed uh, with any sort of designation for the Steelers this week is Chase, Chase Claypool, and he is out for them with a toe injury. We Listen, we don't have to tell you. I mean, yes, the Lions are are bad. They're, they're bad in every aspect of the game and that's you know at least when we're looking at this with the Steelers they at least have one unit that's good like the defense is actually still pretty good for this team like they're at least in the upper they're in the upper third of the league uh Pro Football Focus has them at 10th so they're in top 10 at least according to them top 12 according to DVOA so th- this unit is still playing at a pretty high level not near as high as it was last year but still playing pretty pretty high then you have two just horrible units from the Detroit side of things. I mean, literally, not every, like, every single every single metric, every single one of them is horrible for this team. <laughs> I mean, like, Which is a
2: feat in it of itself.
3: Yes. I mean, and especially on the offensive side. I mean, the defense, the defense is at least, there's a couple of different things that they do at least middle of the pack, but man, from the offensive side of things, it is literally, I mean they 30th, 30th pass, 30th DVOA pass offense, 28th rush offense, 26th off, pass offense profile focus, 28th rush offense, and then you go down to these other advanced, yards per play, 28th, yards per pass 29th, <laughs> early down EPA 26th, yards per play, 31st, third down off third down efficiency, 29th, red zone efficiency, 30th. I mean like everything is in the bottom four or five in in the category. So that's why you have this team in Steelers is not really all that good but they're favored by eight points in this game, you know? And, look, I've got them in a teaser leg. I'm not jumping up and down about it, about backing the Steelers by in, in any stretch of the I imagination. I can't do it, man. I can't. But I, I, I would look at this thing as a low scoring, and I don't even care if it's at 42-and-a-half. If it's still at 42-and-a-half, I think there's a decent underlook for this game as well. It is still at 42-and-a-half. Actually, there's some 43s out there, actually. You can find some 43s. I think it's a decent underlook in this game as well. Look, the the Lions aren't going to score very many points because the Lions just don't score very many points. haven't scored very many points on anybody all year long, and especially the Steelers' defense, which at least is the one strong unit in this game. And then the Steelers' offense, as we we well know, very inefficient. Now they're without Claypool, so now their downfield threat's gone. So where is the offense really going to come from here? It's going to be all Najee Harris that – Kelly, this might be the week that wins you the Najee Harris rookie of the year or something like that. Let's go. A, might be might be Najee for 180 combined and four touchdowns or something like that. But um, I think it's a decent underlook here. I have them in a teaser. Again, it's a, one of the one of the smaller teasers I played. You know, the, the, this season. But I, I do think they get a win. But I would not trust the, the eight.
2: Yeah, nor I. I don't think I'd even trust the teaser. They they, they scare me. the Steelers coming up. Afternoon games. Vikings at Chargers. Good one. Panthers at Cardinals. What's the story with Kyler Murray? What's the story with Cam Newton? I know he's not starting, but might he play? Matt Rule has something to say about that. Coming back, v Primetime Action.
1: You
0: are looking live at Primetime Action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network.
2: We have a new prop tracker now available on VEASAN.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to VEASAN.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and much, much more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at vison.com slash NFL. It's VEASAN.com slash NFL. Tracking
4: props! I was checking that out the other night. It's actually really cool. It's uh, it's all the award markets and basically what the odds were every single week through the season.
2: Oh, I like that. Yeah, very cool. We enjoyed doing that with the Heisman last year. that yeah. was pretty interesting. Huh. all
3: right. It was a good sell there, Kelly.
2: Well done. It's a very sincere it testimonial. Sells itself.
3: It's free, though, right? <laughs> Just go check it out. <laughs> is it free? The, it's should, I, I be better the, not say it's free if it's not free. That is should free? be on
2: the promo. It sells itself. <laughs> is
3: it free? <laughs> it is free. It's free. Yeah. Then it doesn't have to sell anything. Uh, there you go. There you go. It's free. Glad we still Go try it. it. I
4: right. checked it out, looked at it for three minutes. So I was like, this is really cool, actually. All
2: right. And you don't say that about everything.
4: People should know. Yeah. No, I don't.
2: You okay. have a discernment. You're
3: hard to impress. Should have taken that three minutes and started swiping right. <laughs> <laughs> got to get you some Friday night plans.
2: In case you missed it earlier, <laughs> Kelly is spending his Friday night watching the Warriors and the
3: Warriors. Bulls. Warriors. Let's go, baby. <laughs> I don't even have any money on it either. We got to get you on the
4: bumble. Meanwhile, Hornets are up on the Knicks. Oh, good for you.
3: Yeah, that's right. What
4: do you have? Plus what? Plus 11 and a half. Look at you.
3: That's what you should just put in your profile on Bumble. Be like, I, I, I make good in-game bets. <laughs> <laughs> Looking and for middles in NBA games. Yeah. To <laughs> see, see what that attracts. Yeah. I actually really do want to see yeah, what that attracts. See attra- what that attracts. I actually <laughs> really do want to see what that attracts. <laughs> I'm a little scared. <laughs> I am really interested to see what, what woman gives you the swipe on that. Uh, maybe we should move on.
2: Afternoon games, early afternoon games. We do have four this week, as opposed to the three shenanigans of previous weeks. Vikings at Chargers is in the four oh five Eastern window, one oh five Pacific. Um, this is a good little game right here. Chargers favored by three against a Vikings team that is three and five, and oh, what could have been.
3: One three and a half has popped out there. Actually, two three and a halves have popped. So mm. if you are looking on the Viking side of things, definitely shop around. There are some three and a halves available, total of 53, 53 and a half in this one. Viking side of things, linebacker Anthony Barr is out. Defensive tackle, Michael Pierce is out, and Brashad Breland, the corner is questionable. On the charger side, doubtful, their corner, Mike Davis. Questionable, Keenan Allen, Joey Bosa, and then safety Nasir Adderley are all questionable. Keenan Allen, Joey Bosa expected. To play Adderley as a true game time decision. With all that, for me, you start naming off all these defensive players on both sides of the ball that aren't going to be playing or at least going to be playing injured and all that. Like, I understand it's a pretty high total, but kind of kind of makes me think that this is an over type game right here. That the Vikings listen. One of the things that we ha- that we've seen with this Vikings team, and you know, not that they're going to change the way that they play over the course of uh, of a week here, or whatever. But like, they have had success early in games scoring points, and then they just sit on these leads and don't they score, just score dis- points anymore. They disappear. So it's like if if they would just keep playing offense, then this would be a dead over for me. I'd probably be all over the over in this thing if it wasn't if it wasn't the Vikings. Because again, first half they play really good, efficient offense, and then just go to go to hell in the second half. Um, and the Chargers look. I expect them to have some some pretty good offensive success as well against this Vikings defense, specifically this Vikings secondary just can't cover, right? I mean, you know, Rashad Bridland, even if he does go, he's questionable. Not going. He's, he's limited. Anthony Barr's already out. Michael Pierce is already out. We know Patrick Peterson's already on IR. So, I mean, there, there, there's a lot of ways that the Chargers can win with the passing game here as well. So, I mean, it seems like there should be points galore. In this game, and so I might actually be talking myself into and over on this. Yeah, thing.
4: I, I hadn't played it either, but I, I kind of leaned that way, too. Got close to uh, betting it earlier in the week. Lean that way, and, and lean the Vikings way, too. I, I don't know. I might actually be end up betting both
3: of those.
2: Chargers won't be able to stop the Dalvin Cook in the Vikings running game, will
3: they? It is officially the worst run defense in all the NFL no. that the Chargers are putting out on the field every week and you know that's why even if the Vikings go into this shell that they've done in in the second halves of these games maybe if there was a team to do that against that it would be this Chargers team and maybe that they still are able to move the ball and still able to put some points on the board with all that and if that's the case I mean listen if the Chargers have to just get into to pass 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 mode like I said I mean this this uh pretty banged up defensive unit here for, for the Vikings. And so I, I, I think there'll be some points in this thing. And I understand 53 is a high total here, but it wouldn't surprise me if this plays into, into the thirties with, with both teams here.
2: So Dalvin cook will play despite off the field things swirling. The Vikings offensive line COVID stuff is not an issue this
3: week. Seems like it's okay. Okay. Um, also no, we're, we're getting that time of year, but it's, the charger, so no weather concerns or anything like that. They're going to be mm-hmm. playing in, you know, under the. I guess it's not a dome. It's a roof. It's a carport.
4: It's carport. It's like yeah, that, it's it's like it that U.S.
2: Open match that rain came in, but it's supposed to be covered. <laughs> yeah, it came like, through the side. It's
3: not yeah, that was a little different because it was like a hurricane yeah. going on. But so yeah. it's yeah, under the carport there in L.A. So you know there it'll be it'll be perfect conditions and all that. And that's another thing that we'll start. Talking a little bit more now that we're getting into kind of middle November because these, there are these spots in the country that it's going to start <laughs> getting nasty. Well, remember we had the game at SoFi earlier this season and they had to delay it? Yeah. Yeah. Because the lightning was right on
0: top of the stadium?
3: <laughs> it was right there and yeah. it's open all around. Yeah, yeah. one, one, it was one of, the ten year, one of the 10 days out of the year that it actually rains in yeah, L.A. Right. And then two, it happened to be not only rain, but lightning that was striking like right next to the carport. Yeah carport the four billion dollar <laughs> carport it's, it's, it is the best way to describe it, it. i mean people it's get open what that all is. the way
4: it has a roof it's fully roofed it's yeah. just it's open it's just all open. the way around yeah it's
3: just 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 open
2: also at 405 eastern 105 pacific panthers at the cardinals now uh, pj walker will get the start for the carolina panthers obviously this week cam newton re-signing with his former team the panthers uh and matt rules saying that although pj walker will get the start not completely ruling out
3: that there might, if things go a certain way, there might be 10 to 12 plays for Cam Newton. You could put him in to run it, right? I mean, you he doesn't can. really have to know doesn't really have to know the playbook right now to go in and do design quarterback runs. And so wouldn't shock me to see him get some uh, some work there. Questionable on the Panther side, really the only thing that matters for them, defensive end Brian Burns, who's been one of the better defensive players in all the NFL this year, is questionable for them. On the Cardinals side, as we know, um it's really all going to be about what's going on with Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, and they're both listed as questionable. Chase Edmonds already out for them. Uh, Rondell Moore is listed as questionable. Buddha Baker is listed as questionable for them. Also, defensive end Jordan Phillips is listed as questionable for them. So, there is just a, a ton of injuries here on the Cardinals side. Now, does it matter when they're playing the Panthers this week? Is this one of those, Gil, where we almost have to try and handicap motivation here for this Cardinals team who – I think at this point for sure has Super Bowl aspirations. And so do, do you as an assumed Colt McCoy team that's already a 10-point favorite, right? So it, this line was made under the assumption that Colt McCoy was, was going to play because we didn't even think Kyler Murray was even going to be – we thought he would just be ruled out. Like right. We didn't even think he was going to be questionable for this. So do you take the chance at all running Kyler Murray out there against this, this Panthers team? And that's really what it comes down to.
2: The answer should be no, right? The answer
3: should be no. I mean, in my opinion, the answer should be no. I don't think I would do it for a team that is, again, probably good enough to make some – when they're healthy. And that's the other thing. I mean, listen, DeAndre, I don't expect DeAndre Hopkins to play. I wouldn't play either of those guys. What's the point? What's the upside right That's the thing. It's like, so they go out, do something in a game against this Panthers team that costs them actual three or four games down the line when everything really starts to matter. just doesn't seem like – one of those games. That's why I'm so nervous. I, I wanted to kind of think that even the the second unit for the Cardinals would be able to go out and kind of bludgeon this Panthers team, especially with PJ Walker at quarterback. But now this whole Cam Newton thing, how much is he going to play? How much is those little wrinkle plays going to come into effect? Probably not going to get Kyler Murray, probably not going to get DeAndre Hopkins. And at that point, do you, if depending on what's going on with this Buda Baker injury with Rondell Moore, do you just sit them as well? Like, so there there's just a lot of stuff here that leads me to not if anything I play the panther it. side yeah. but but probably just to sit back and yeah, If like your motivation that. comes in like motivation really does come into play in this one right because the, the there's one team that has that has everything in the whole wide world to play for there's one team that still thinks that they're kind of in it right and so these motivations could be kind of going the other way here. Like the Cardinals could be like, let's play it safe because we're, we're trying to make a Super Bowl. The Panthers could be like, we need to go all out, all out because we got to win a bunch yeah. of games here to, to try to even get in the playoff picture. So, I, I don't know. For me, a little, little too much of this non-numbers, non-analytics, non-everything going on for me to, to feel comfortable playing. No, I
2: hear you. And you at some point, you'll look out on the field and there'll be Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey on the field. For the Panthers, you're like, whoa, I don't want, I don't want to fade this team right now. Yeah. Especially with the motivation things you just talked about. Um, No, it's a good point. And so that's the story. Panthers and Cardinals. We'll come back. We'll talk Eagles, Broncos, and Seahawks Packers in the late window of the late games, if you will. 425 Eastern, 125 Pacific. And, of course, um, when it comes to the Seahawks Packers, Russell Wilson, yes. But we don't know what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. Remember, Aaron Rodgers, the eve of the game, tomorrow night, is when he will be eligible to play. Since he tested positive for COVID. The question is when do the Packers have to tip their hand about that? We'll get into that next on Prime Primetime Action.
0: live at Primetime Action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on v the Sports Betting Network.
2: Back on Primetime Action, Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin from the South Point Hotel Casino. Friday night, Vegas, going through NFL games. Got a couple more in the afternoon to get to. Uh, Let's get to the Eagles at the Broncos. The Eagles, the darling of let's call them supposed wise guys that bookmakers talk about. They refer to them as wise guys, so we'll call them wise guys. Uh, Groups, Syndicate groups, apparently, all reports are they? they love the Eagles all year long. Um, first of all, my question would be why. And here they are against the Broncos. Where do you stand on this game?
3: Well, it's uh, it's falling again. It is down to a point and a half at uh, one of the books out there. Two at one, two, three, four of the other books. It's still two and a half at DraftKings. But, I mean, this this thing is going the other way. Well, they took the three. They took the two and a half. They're taking starting to take the two. So, it's it is it's heading in the direction of... Of the Eagles, yet again, I mean, you know, it's one of those things where we we were talking about this last week, right? Where it the the production on the field hasn't really matched up with kind of the advanced stats. But you also start to see here that they really, I don't know how sold they are on Jalen Hurts. Like, they really, really, really want to hide him. I mean, they pulled... They they they're pulling you know Boston Scotts and Jordan Howards and whatever off and then giving them massive workloads like like they 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 want to run the ball like this Eagles team is like turned into a run first team now and I don't know if they're just like don't trust him don't want to cut it loose like I don't know exactly what's going on with, with the Eagles in in this situation but you know again as we said they're taking money so. People are betting them. It is what it is. And, again, like, the if you do look on the offensive side, the advanced stats do say that it's better than what we've actually seen produce on the field. But this is where, Gil, I kind of start go back go back to what, what we talk about. Like, you know, listen, I, I love all this stuff, and I love diving into all this. But, like, sooner or later, I mean, we're 10 weeks into the season. We're, we're heading into the 10th week of the season. Sooner or later, you have to see it on the field. Like, sooner or later, it's got to – it's got to actually manifest. Yes. You know? Like, yeah, last week they were they were able to move the ball because they played the worst run defense in all of the NFL, and every team that's played the Chargers all season long has been able to move the ball. They still didn't pass the ball yeah. very well. 39 carries, I believe,
4: I just yeah. saw. I'm looking for their bas- uh, box scores right
3: now. Yeah, like, they still didn't pass the ball efficiently at all and, and still haven't been able to do anything, really, through the air for for this team, you know? And so, I don't know, man, like, I – I don't really get it, but at the same time, I'm not really jumping up and down to to back the the Broncos either. In this thing, I mean, the Broncos injury report is is yeah, extensive. it's bad, right? Like, With,
4: without both their starting tackles, like
3: it's super, it's super super bad. I mean, like you know, both starting offensive tackles are out, and then they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten guys listed as questionable for this game. So. You know, it's including you know Tim Patrick, who's been a big Patrick Sutan, who's been a big contributor. There's a lot of guys like Shelby Harris, the defensive end, who's listed as questionable in this thing. So there there are a lot of guys who are actual real contributors who are listed as questionable as well. So if you knew, if you knew which side of questionable these guys were on, then maybe the the play would be the Eagles all day long. And like probably Kelly, you and I would be wanting to. Bring them up to eight in some sort of teaser with one of these other, you know. Teams I, still think really, I might that we really like this week. You know, I mean, listen, being without both of your starting tackles in the NFL is a is a pretty bad spot to be in. Pretty, you, pretty you, bad. You were all over it though.
4: With I'm just looking back on these box scores, the amount of like either mistrust for hurts or just complete change in how they've done yeah. things over the past couple weeks. Because, But weeks before that, it almost looks like Lamar Jackson's stat lines, at least of attempts and carries mm. for Jalen Hurts, where he was like, the whole offense. Past two weeks, it's been turn around to hand the ball off, yeah. and you're not allowed to pass.
3: Yeah, so, yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, again, like you said, maybe it's a shift in offensive philosophy. Maybe it's one of those things that they think that that's the best way for them to go about winning the game. I, I don't really know. But it's not something I really... Typically, like to back in yeah. today's NFL, like super run heavy teams. That again, if you do get behind, then what are you going to do? Right. I mean, like, it, but at the same time, you cannot, we do not on this program, like, you, you cannot understate like what some of these offensive linemen means to a team, but definitely when both of your starting tackles are out, oh, that yeah. is a, that is a bad, bad situation in, in the NFL. And so you start to look and like the, the, the pass rush win rate for this Philadelphia Eagles defense is second overall in the NFL, right? So, I mean, like, they've been able to kind of get to the to the quarterbacks it is anyway, and then now two backup tackles are going to be in there for this Denver team. So, again, I, I don't – I'm not on it. I probably, if I would play it, like I said, Kelly, I probably would take them up to eight and put them in there with, like, one of these teams that I really love, like the Browns or something like that this week. But – uh, not in the account yet. That's not to say that it wouldn't be there when it's all said and done.
2: You know, now that we go through all these games, we were saying how shocked we were that you were you were shocked that we had three games that all three of us were on for our Circa Millions entry coming up when we go through that. Now that we go through these games, it, it kind of isn't that big of a surprise because there are so many of these where you're like, I can't make heads or tails yeah. of it.
4: Yeah, in. Two of the three, not surprised at all that yeah. all three of us ended up on the third one. I think we'll, everybody will be
2: I wonder surprised. if it ended up being our fifth pick, all of our no fifth problem. Pick.
4: It was definitely my
3: fourth or fifth pick. Because I had
2: true. four that I was locked into, and then the fifth one, I was like,
4: all right, this <laughs> one.
2: We'll see.
3: Right. I had that you know why in my head when I said like we're gonna go fifteen and one is because I only had four this week. Oh. And so I just assumed <laughs> that like it was just a four in the fifth I just like I just wrote off. You well, like, imagine us after the four weeks. We're fifteen and one, where's our money? <laughs> Mike Baum is like, um there was five games. Like I just wrote off the fifth because like yeah, the fifth one I was just kind of like, all right, well I gotta yeah, I mean you have to. I mean it's 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 the rules. Seahawks at Packers. Dem's the rules.
2: Dem's <laughs> the rules. Hawks and Packers also in the uh, late afternoon window. So here's the deal with with uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the Packers, and everyone pretty much, anticipates that he will be cleared to play, and this will be late tomorrow, where he will officially have the 10-day period end. Now, he is not required to test negative. That is not a requirement in this. So...
3: He has to pass a cardiovascular, is that what it something. is, a pulmonary yes. something with the doctor? It has to be cleared yes, by yes. the
2: doctors, but he does not need a negative yeah. test. That's not part of this, I guess. Um, but the Packers, I guess the, the interesting thing from our standpoint would be, from a handicapping standpoint, is the Packers could conceivably go right up to kickoff without tipping their hand. Although, yeah. shouldn't shouldn't the Seahawks just assume he's playing?
3: I think they should assume that he's playing. I think they probably assume that he's playing. It seems like this line everybody is assuming. Yeah, we'll know by
4: tomorrow too. It sounds like tomorrow is when they'll they'll he has to pass the. It's like a three day physical ramp up is what they're calling it, and then yes, has to pass a doctor's uh, evaluation, which which doesn't include a COVID test. Like none of this yeah, really makes sense. it's a pulmonary
3: something. I don't know if it's got to blow into a. Tube and make sure that he has like the right lung capacity, lung capacity yeah. or something or whatever or something like that. I so everybody, you know all you know the stuff. What? You know what? That's what we're gonna games. say. He has to do. He has to blow up fourteen balloons, and if he can do that, <laughs> then he can play in the in the in the game. Everything
4: yeah, I, I, I read this afternoon, it was like he's he is going unless there is some setback that nobody's seen so far.
3: Looks if, like he's playing. If he can blow up a pool toy. In 30 minutes. Oh, he's got me beat. Yeah. If he can blow up a pool toy in 30 <laughs> minutes, because those things take forever to blow up. Like, I mean, and there's like, there's always the secret compartments to you. There's like nine different places you have to blow them up. Anyway, pet peeve of mine. <laughs> Sitting here. Uh, All <laughs> oh, wow. pool toys, Matt's constantly going wow. to three three, 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 and a and a uh, three, three and a half. right now. 49, 49 and a half is the total. There's a 48 and a half available out there as well. So, my question to you guys I do want to pose this I am already on the Seahawks at four and that was on the very very off chance that maybe that 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 Aaron Rodgers wasn't going to play and honestly to be, to be perfectly honest with you I, I don't hate it at four as it is anyway I mean you know we'll find out if this Packers defense that we've seen the last two weeks is, is is actually this Packers defense now or if it's more the defense that we've seen for the first eight weeks of the season but if if it, we assume Aaron's going to play, we know De, we know Devontae Adams is going to be out there. We know Russell Wilson is going to be out there. Like so, all these people are going to be playing. Just just forty eight and a half. There, I mean, and there's a flat forty nine available out there as well right now. Like, does that not seem low? Does that not Ooh, seem? Yes, it does. Like it, it seems like this total. It seems like people caught up betting the, right, the spread the side, part of it, but like yeah. didn't really look at the total side of thing. If if we're assuming that both of these teams are coming out at at full strength here, wouldn't that seem a little low? A forty-nine total between the Packers and, and Seahawks in this thing. I mean,
4: I guess what the pushback is—you've had two quarterbacks who haven't played recently, haven't practiced much with the team. But I, I'm, I'm with you, Matt. That that's, that still seems low to me because it's. I mean, what we're talking about two quarterbacks that probably have as good a chemistry with their wide receivers as any quarterbacks in the NFL. So. Yeah, that's one I'm going to circle right now. That might be a bet for me here.
2: Yeah. Green Bay on Sunday, uh, 38 degrees, but a uh, 70% chance of precipitation. But not not freezing, Ooh, so it'll be rain. Yeah. So yeah. Sleet action yeah. going
3: in? No sleet. Just, just rain. Just cold rain? That sounds good. Cold miserable. rain. Sounds Vegas, <laughs> that, I love you. Yeah, I know. Doesn't yeah, that sound? Yeah, yeah, I know, I mean, it's 75 here today. It's it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Gorgeous. You will probably went to the pool. I did not. Oh.
2: But I wanted to. <laughs> I thought about it. I have other days this week. Oh, it was the best time of year. Anyway, yet. I'm on the Seahawks. Okay. Hmm. Will that be part of our circumlun entry? Hmm. We'll come back. Uh, we'll do Sunday night football, and we will get to our Primetime action entry coming up. Veasan's prime time action
1: from BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip.
0: WORK.